Welcome to the Work Utopia Podcast, the number one show on the internet for motivation, practical tools, and happiness strategies. It's real talk for professionals, managers, and employees who are tired of the status quo and in need of an outstanding career and life. Work on the inside, develop your very own work utopia, create a life full of virtue, purpose, and happiness. And now, the man dedicated to helping you attract your ultimate work, Alexander Lauren. Welcome. Welcome to the Work Utopia podcast. Alexander Lauren here. Good day. Good day, listener. I hope you are off to a great week. The days, the days are flying by, of course. Of course. You know, I've got a love-hate relationship when it comes to the days that that just fly right by. On the one hand, I want them to fly by because, you know, I've made future plans. You know, I've got got things I'm going to do. But on the other hand, when my days go by so quickly, so does my life. You know, it would seem to make sense to cherish all of your little daily moments. That would be the way to go. I think that's the way to go. The world moves so quickly, though. It goes so quickly, the world. But, you know, I wonder, is it, is it actually the world doesn't move quickly? Is it really just maybe our minds? Our minds are moving quickly. I'm actually more the, on the thinking that it's the minds. Our mind is making the world move quickly. I mean, it's like our body. Our body is riding our mind. And we're frantically moving from one thing to another. I like the idea of thinking about the future when goals are involved. If you can convince yourself that you will get something done by a certain date, you can feel that sense of accomplishment now. You know, feel it now in the present. You know, feel it now and feel it every day all the way to that goal accomplishment date. You understand? It's like I'm I'm building something that I'm, that's going to be ready for September. And I'm telling you, I can feel it right now. Imagine the outcome of a situation. Imagine the outcome and hold that feeling inside you of accomplishing it. Hold it, visualize it, think about it, meditate on it, whatever. Bring it forward to the now. Bring it to your present. Now, I'm not saying to live in the future. I'm just saying... Be goal-oriented. Be goal-oriented and hold on to accomplishment of your goals. Become goal-oriented early. Do it early in life. I'm telling you, I'm brainwashing my children with this message. I am totally brainwashing them. Anyways, so today I wanted to, to bring up fear. You know, fear. Absolutely useless fear. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fear is good. Fear is good for protection. Protection, of course it is. Of course. If there's danger, a sense of fear will get you out of the danger. Right? Fear for your survival. Absolutely, yes. Fire Yes, Frankenstein. Yes, fire bad. Fire bad. Fire bad. For your protection of your physical body, yes. Yes, fear is good. Now, fear also seems to play a role in protecting this concept of I, the concept that we we create for ourselves. You know, we're protecting our ego. We protect our identity. 
we probably start protecting the sense of ourselves when, when we're quite young. Actually, you know, I could, I could kind of see it in my house with my young children. Not too long ago, I, I called my five-year-old a troublemaker one day, which, you know, I was later scolded by, you know, I scolded by my wife about it. But he was doing something. He knew he shouldn't have been doing it. And he had received repetitive warnings. So I threw the label troublemaker at him. Anger and protest was his response to that. I am not a troublemaker. Sorry, I can't. I'm not doing a good job being a five-year-old. I am not a troublemaker. Something like that. Okay, so he did not He did not want that association and he rejected it. And you know what? Actually, I guess that's more about using anger, <laughs> anger to protect your identity rather than fear. But he didn't want the label. He used anger rather than fear. You know, actually, I can use myself as an example, the, my past self as an example of using fear to protect myself. I attached this label of shyness to myself in the past. I became very comfortable with this label. And when it came to social environments, I used fear, the fear of socializing, to protect myself, protect that label of shyness. I am shy. That is who I am. Fear of others will protect that. True. This is true. All true. And how did I change it? You know, I was just able to snap my, snap my fingers and make a decision. Really, honestly. I think I just said, no, I'm not going to be that way anymore. I don't want to be that anyway, anymore. And I just practice not being that way. And now I don't hold on to that label at all. You know, it's funny, but it was it was just as simple as that. You know, I, I and I, I think timing, I think timing is everything. You know, I've had, I've got Deepak Chopra. He's on my mind. I don't know why this guy's on my mind, but I can hear his voice and I can hear his voice tell me that our being is like an onion. And when we peel off all the layers, the center of the onion is fear. You know, I'm so sure I heard him say this years and years and years ago, but let's just say that he didn't, because I might be misremembering the speaker. So I'm not going to slag Deepak Chopra, but I kind of think it was him. But I'll tell you what, when I take off the layers of an onion, there's nothing there. It's just like a ball full of layers. I'm telling you, I think psychology is really, psychology is really interesting. I find it really fascinating, but psychology creates a lot of unnecessary complications to our lives. I don't know. This is, this is what I think. Anyways, fear. Fear protecting ourselves, our ego, our identity, our acquired and comfortable self-concept. Probably, probably learned behavior as a child. You know, I was shy as a child. I didn't want to bother with anybody. And I, I really, I don't remember how any of that started, but it started somewhere. It must have started somewhere. Now you're an adult. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not so happy. Maybe you have dreams or desires, but fear is holding you back. If you have an idea about doing something that will enhance your life, but fear is holding you back from taking action, you know, maybe imagine, imagine the worst case scenario. You know, we all have this gift of a wild imagination, so let's use it. Now, let's take let's take the shyness example. Let's say, let's say you want to make new friends and you don't you don't want to be shy anymore. So let's say 
you go on Meetup and you find a local social group. It looks kind of interesting. Now imagine going to that group and thinking about the worst things that can happen to you. You know, everyone might judge you. No one listens or talks to you. Everyone's ignoring you. People are talking amongst themselves. They're looking at you. They're snickering. You know, there's just a bad vibe. No one's accepting you. No one makes it easy for you. This is all very difficult. Awful. Doesn't that sound awful? That sounds like the worst case scenario. But look at fear like this. It could be absolutely absurd. The mind creates a lot of fiction, fiction to support the comfort of its ego and its identity. Recognize this. It would be logical to think that if a social group is posted on Meetup, then there is a certain amount of openness for new people to join the group. Chances are also quite high that there's someone who's assumed some leadership in the group. They understand about what it's like to be a new person. And, you know, they act as a buffer to make socializing easier for new people. Logical, right? Logical approach. If you want to explore the richness of life, you have to fight. Wow, that that sounds so weird. If you want to explore the richness of life, You have to fight. All right. You have to directly face your fear and use every trick in the book to squash it. First, you can identify what is fear, you know? How how useful is fear? Survival, danger. Yes, very useful. Get to understand what your ego is, you know? Understand this identity. You created it. Understand the process of change. You can change. You're changing right now. It's a fact, Jack. You are changing. You are not fixed. Hey, since you're changing anyways, why not steer the direction you're going, huh? Become aware of your comfort zone. Get prepared for discomfort. You know you can do it. You totally know you can do it. We can all get ourselves a little prepared for discomfort. It's just a little discomfort. It's not life-threatening. I mean, imagine a roller coaster. Wow, that looks fun. You know what? This might be the only opportunity that I will ever have to ride it. Okay, okay, I'm doing it. I am going for it. All right. You know, it's going to turn me upside down. It's going to, it might suck a little bit, but you know, I am going on this interesting, crazy ride. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was uncomfortable uncomfortable but you know what i did it i did it and it was it was fun i imagine it being fun i rode the roller coaster do i want to do it again maybe maybe i do maybe maybe i don't you know maybe i don't why does fear hold us back you are writing your life story write a story that makes sense be the hero to your story and slay your inner dragons They're fictional. They're make-believe dragons. Too much comfort is boring. Too much boredom is depression. Live. Try new things. Create a new identity. Wear some courage. Keep some in your pockets. Use tools. Use logic. Push through the boundaries. Time is flying by. Take advantage and live. 
All right. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining me today. I wish you all a wonderful day. It looks beautiful over here. Take care of yourself and goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Work Utopia podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And check out the Work Utopia YouTube channel for post-podcast video content. Are you in need of career or life coaching? Contact Alexander via email at alex at Till next time.